like there are only three ways to get traffic. You can pay for it, you can get it from Google, or you can get it from social media. You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business online. Whether you're new to the business or seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. The show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For more information, go to easyagentpro.com slash lead sites. Hey, Easy Agent Proers, welcome to this week's episode of In The Lead. I'm your host, Sean Dominski, and this week I sat down and talked a bit with Tyler Zai a little bit about blogging and keyword research and covering some of the topics that you should be covering in your blog, talking about how you should approach your keyword strategy and the importance of getting together that list of topics and blog posts to get your content strategy up off the ground. There's some great content in there, so let's get started. So basically, if an agent's going to approach blogging, they should be putting together keyword research, not only just to make sure that you're getting good keywords, but to kind of give you some sort of guidance in what you're going to write about. Um, How should an agent approach keyword research when it comes to blogging for their business? I'm motivated by like putting down everything in the kitchen sink in a spreadsheet and then once you have it all there tracking it what i do is i make a list of everything and anything that people might be typing in uh to find me so um relocation kansas city relocation um to the sprint corporate center in kansas city um i they might type in brookside houses for sale why to live in brookside um they might how to Get a first-time home buyer discount in Kansas City, um, and, they, and you can keep going with these iterations. They're the questions people ask you. They're the things they type in right before they buy, and then they're uh, just just the the queries that you know like are either educational or about a neighborhood. And the more the smaller you get, like one of the last ones, like the first-time home buyer program. That's pretty niche. Um, that's not something that Zillow's going to be targeting. That truly it's going to be targeting. Um, and so really fill up your grocery list with, with those keywords first and then start tackling the bigger keywords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, should they plug these keywords into uh, like a Google Keyword Planner? Yeah, so the Google Keyword Planner is is a pretty good tool to figure out how many people are searching all those keywords every month. Uh, but when, what we really need to think about first before you go look at the Google Keyword Planner is just like go through your email and like search by question mark or something and just look at the question that people are asking you um, and then like write them down in a spreadsheet and in those questions are going to be quote unquote keywords uh, and that's where you're going to find your first keywords and then you take those those keywords those keyword phrases and then put them in a tool like Google Keyword Planner and see how many people are searching them because uh, if you go straight to Google Keyword Planner all you're going to find are Dallas homes for sale and LA homes for sale and God knows you're not going to show up on the first page in, for those searches until, you know, like six months to like three years down the line with a ton right. of work. Um, so you really want to target those those low-hanging fruits first. And that's something we actually did at Easy Agent Pro a couple months back. We actually, um, there, were, there were some 
basically a, a broker in Boston uh, wanted to target some luxury condo developments, right? So when, when, you're, when you're a real estate agent in Boston, imagine yourself there right now, you're probably thinking, oh, my keywords or my keyword phrases are Boston homes for sale, uh, where should I live in Boston, which neighborhood should I live in in Boston, and all that's great, that's great, that's, that's really high-level keywords, and you can go find those in the Google Keyword Planner, but what are you not going to find in the Google Keyword Planner? There are luxury condo developments popping up, what, five a month, maybe more, in Boston, and most of them don't have good websites, and most of them aren't on Zillow and Trulia yet. So, go make content for the names of those luxury condo developments, take your own pictures, merge them together into a decent looking video, and all of a sudden you've got a page that can show up on the first page of Google, and you've got a keyword that no one else in your area is thinking about that you then can go execute on. If you don't live in Boston, if you live in somewhere like Kansas City, and there aren't luxury condo developments, then do the opposite. Mm-hmm. There are luxury communities outside the city. So if you go outside the city, and we did this with a, a test site that turned into InstaFarm. Um, we tested a couple formulas, found out what ranked the best for InstaFarm. Um, and there's this community called Gray Oaks, and we're still on like the first page, second page for Gray Oaks Homes for Sale, why to move to Gray Oaks, Kansas City, Gray Oaks Communities, like all these all these terms about it. Um, so So... The way you come up with a good keyword strategy for creating SEO stuff on your real estate site uh, is thinking about those types of small niches, right? It's the small communities. It's the small Boston um communities and and then what you do is that's that's a topic and then what you have to do is make a keyword list around that topic and that's when we get to the google keyword planner um so for example i'm logging into our seo tracking tool so i just got logged in and so if our community is gray oaks here are the keywords that i'm targeting to get on the first page for gray oaks i'm going to read them straight down the list Gray Oaks, Rod Rock. Rod Rock's the builder that specializes in that community. Um, Gray Oaks Subdivision, Shawnee, Kansas. Gray Oaks, Shawnee, Kansas, Homes for Sale. Gray Oaks, Shawnee. Gray Oaks, Shawnee, Homes for Sale. Gray Oaks, Shawnee, Kansas. Gray Oaks, Real Estate for Sale. Gray Oaks, Homes for Sale. Gray Oaks, Real Estate. We rank on page one through page six for all those keywords. And so when it comes to doing keyword research, find a topic that you'd like to get buyer or seller leads for, and then find 10 keywords through the Google Keyword Planner that support that. And then what happens is, and everyone's like, oh, but Tyler, I want to get a ton of leads, not just leads for Gray Oaks. And that's fantastic. So Mm -hmm. focus on these 10 keywords for Gray Oaks. Next week, focus on 10 keywords for XYZ subdivision. Next week, another subdivision. Next week, another subdivision. Add one a week, you're up to 50, right? But here's what most people do. They don't think like that. They don't think I'm going to, it's like building with Legos, right? You have, you know, you have one of those, not one of the ones that gives you instructions, but you have one of those value totes, one of those value packs, and you have the the green Lego sheet that, you know, everyone starts with. You stack one, and then you stack another one, and then you stack another one, and then your mom comes back 30 minutes later, and you have some, like, weird-looking house. Right. Um, It's just a bunch of random colors, just kind of, it's a Lego pile. Exactly, exactly. And the way you build the house with Legos is the same way you get SEO results. One block at a time. You don't start out trying to rank for Kansas City homes for sale because you're going to fail, you're going to get discouraged, and you're going to quit. 
and that's that's just that's just what it is. But if you start out with Gray Oaks, I, we saw we bought the GoDaddy domain, and a week later, with our InstaFarm formula, we were on the first page, right? So that's success. So then you're like, oh man, what if I did that for X Y Z? What if I did that for this other keyword? And so then you can start to you know. So for Gray Oaks, which is one really really small community where the average home price is a half million dollars, right? All of a sudden, I have 10 keywords for that. And then you had another community and there's another 10 keywords. Maybe you have a bigger community and there's 20 keywords. You can see how this keyword list is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 to 500 keywords long um, by, when you're done with it, right? And so that's what you're shooting for and what it looks like uh, right. when you go through the process. And this kind of answers that whole like, oh, like, you know, it, it's it's not maybe they don't say it out loud, but it's that looking like agent's eyes when they're like blogging. Like, like what what do I write about? Like, what do I say? I, I don't even know. You know, like, I don't even know what to talk about. And it's like, well, here you go. Here's 250 keywords. I'm sure that with this as a guide, you can put something around that. Hopefully, if, if you've had any, you know, if you're if this is what you do every single day, you should be able to fill out around these keywords some good content and information, bring in what people are uh, are already asking you and searching for. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, you know, like buyers, sellers, you know, they're they're always asking pretty much the same questions, and sometimes it's hard for them to find an answer, um, or at least a straight answer, and. It might be because agents don't know, but I think it's just kind of one of those you don't realize what you know that the public doesn't really know. And, and usually it's, it's really simple stuff like how are taxes calculated or how much, how much, home, how much can I afford? That's, that's really like the first thing that everyone's kind of asking or how do I figure out how much I can afford? Um, and it's really those simple questions where it's like if you just broke it down and actually gave it in, in a helpful informational way – you know, people are going to latch on to that. They're going to find it. They're going to uh, to share it. That's kind of maybe more of like that social media uh, clicks and stuff like that. Um, but the the other thing about the uh, the new home, like the reason why a luxury a luxury condo or a new uh, home community, uh, not only do they you know probably not have a good website, but they're also doing a ton of outdoor print advertising. So in a way, you're kind of hijacking all the thousands of dollars or you know, tens of thousands of dollars that they're spending on signs and ads and stuff. And people are driving by. They're seeing it. They see that there's a new, new development and they're building a building there. But you know, right now, the natural inclination is people are like, oh, that, that looks interesting. I'm not going to pick up a phone or, or walk in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up online. Oh. Um, yeah, and I wonder if we could even you could even take that even a step farther. And if there's local mortgage companies or banks or lenders who you know you look at their ads, if they're advertising, uh, you know, um, military loans or first-time homebuyer loans, and it's probably because there's something like they know that that's what people are connecting to and what's working. You can start taking their copy and start the things that they're talking about. It's like, oh, check out our new first-time homebuyer programs. It's like, well. Someone's going to see that ad and they're going to think, oh, well, I, I need to see, I, like, I want to check out these new programs or something. Like, they're going to want that information. And if they're just starting to Google around for something, you can kind of hijack print advertising that you see when you're driving around and what, you know, like you're, you're kind of jumping into a conversation that's already going on. Exactly. And that's, that's a really cool thing. And another, another way to hijack that, um, so everyone's like, okay, SEO, does it work? Does it not work? Let's say you, you're one of those people, 
And you're sitting there saying, okay, Gray, gray Oaks. Okay, I'm going to give this a shot. I wrote the Gray Oaks article. Um, Tyler says give it a week to a couple months for it to show up, right? What you can do in the meantime is you can actually go on, on Facebook ads. You can specify the location of Gray Oaks and check the box that says only show this ad to people who are likely to be moving or selling. And then you can have them click to go to your article that you already wrote. So it's like serving a dual purpose just like you showed, like if you write something that everyone else is talking about already, you're going to hijack their traffic. When someone sees something in the newspaper, they grab their phone and Google it. When right. someone sees something on, you know, in the in the grocery store or the condo development when they're coming, they, they Google it. And so the other thing they're doing is sitting on Facebook. And once you have these pieces written that make you the expert for Gray Oaks, you can buy ads against people likely to move, buy, or sell real estate in Gray Oaks. And you're like double dipping. Well, you're triple dipping if, if, if the Gray Oaks people are spending tens of thousands of dollars to advertise um, at the same time, right? So the Gray Oaks people who built out the community are sending out print ads, they're sending out postcards, they're, they're buying TV ads on local television. You're the person on the first page of Google and on the Facebook channel that's the experts. Like You're just, you're setting yourself up for a lot of success if you do this. Right, right. And, you know, I always bring it back too, like there's, you know, not only do you have, you have your like your niches like first time home buyers, move up buyers, investors, stuff like that. You also have your niches like your, uh, your communities, your areas, your neighborhoods. Now you can also you can also put them together and start multiplying horizontally and vertically. And so now you have looking to buy your first home in Gray Oaks, first time home buyers in Gray Oaks, retiring to Gray Oaks, or yep. uh, downsizing the Gray Oaks, oh, upsizing the Gray Oaks, investing in Gray, o Gray Oaks. You can take all those other uh, previous like keywords and start applying them to different neighborhoods. And I, I, I would think that if I'm a first time home buyer and I'm looking at an area, or at least I'm familiar with Gray Oaks, or even if it's in your city or the area, I'm going to be, think this content's going to be way more relevant for me than just a random first-time homebuyer program that could be written from a guy in California across the country. Uh, I got to kind of sift through that. But if there's an article written by someone locally, even if it's the pretty much the same information, that's still going to like that's still going to engage with the person who's clicking and yeah. you know it's it's funny because we go we're constantly like it's it's like we're in and out like we, we work in the data and we're like numbers driven we're looking at keyword research and clicks and just trying to get that roi but then every now and then you have to kind of come out and remember like these are like they're just people you know, like you, like you want to make it engaging. Well, it's so like Coca-Cola's advertising campaign for the last year, right? They put your name on the bottle because <laughs> when your name's on the bot, like when you're standing in the checkout at Kroger or whatever the big grocery store is and you're like Sean is on the Coke bottle, you're 10 <laughs> times more likely to buy. I don't know. The real number was yeah. probably somewhere like five to 15 to maybe even 20 times more likely just to buy that Coke, right? How do you get people to buy more Coke when, when you've already grown the capacity that people drink Coke by a ton? Well, you right. make you make the ad say the person's name and make it really, really, really hyper-specific. And that's how you get attention in real estate in a space where, you know, a lot of agents are coming to us saying, hey, it's my market's super competitive. What do I do? Well, this is what you do. You, you make your advertising super, super niche. Right, right. No, that makes sense. And it's kind of like, well, 
we used to want to try to get everyone who stopped by who was who was going down the the, the aisle. Now it's like if we can at least capture all the Tylers, <laughs> you yeah. know. And it's well, like, we're already going to sell X amount of Coke. Well, if we put all their names on, you know, if we put like <laughs> fifty the fifty most popular names on it, can we grow yeah. Coke sales by like twenty percent or ten percent? And right, you probably can. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a Sean. I feel like there's so many different ways. <laughs> like literally, there there are like 15 different ways to spell Sean. I don't know if I I, I kind of feel like Coke might have just gave up on that one and was like, let's not try to piss any Sean's <laughs> off and just let it go. Yeah, didn't I'm Snickers do that. it too for a while? Or did they, they did like grumpy, grouchy thing, didn't they? Where they like put the emotions on the because that's the other that's the other way that's the other like living, breathing example of this hyper niche, hyper specialized marketing is when you're trying to stand out just put the just put something that just resonates with that person on it and your name and you know the emotion is two great ways to do that or in real estate it's it's you know first time home buyers in this the subdivision right right exactly yeah and and niches i mean they there's so many different things and basically it's whatever situation people are in you know we've talked a lot like i've gotten a lot of feedback from talking to agents about people going through divorce and how yeah. You know, it's one of those things where people don't really like to address specifically, you know, you, you can't you can't widely advertise something like that. But that's great where if someone's searching for it, you can have that information for them because that's something that they need to know. Like they need help with this. They need someone to, 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 to serve them. Um, you know, whether it's someone who's who's retiring empty nesters or someone who's upsizing or, or, or growing their family. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like all the different situations that people are in and the life situations and reasons are all various niches. And, you know, and then and then what they're able to do, like buying a house while having to sell your uh, your current one. That's something that a lot of people you would like agents are like, oh, yeah, this is something that happens all the time because I see it all the time. But to someone going through that, it's like I don't even know where to start. So having some good information that addresses them kind of on an emotional level, not so much on a clickbait level <laughs> or like an SEO keyword level, also kind of getting back into that like, you know, sim- you know empathy, empathizing with them and just doing your best. Like, like just like you would talk to someone face to face who was going through something or, or, you know, and having those like a highly emotional um, type of situation, you can do that online. Um, and you know, and that's kind of one of those classic copywriting tricks too. Don't write to an audience of people. Write to one person every time you sit down and do something, because you know, connecting to one person is going to come out. It's going to you're going to sound better. You're going to write better, and more people will be able to connect it to it on an individual level too. Yeah, exactly. Just got to make it as specific and helpful as possible. And well, well, focusing on those keywords, right? So to, to tie this back to SEO, you, you really want to focus on keywords first and then write sort of like after you have your base keywords covered, then go back and write the, the supporting articles to that. Um, like we kind of got into after we talked about the keywords, because then those support the SEO of the original article. It's like building a pyramid, right? You have your keyword you want to rank for and then everything underneath it are all these supporting bases. 
is. Um, and, and you're just going to get traffic that way. You can run ads against it if you want to do that. You can share it on social media and it's going to get attention because it's helpful and useful. And those are things that are, like, as big as the internet is, the, the percentage of things that are helpful and useful is very low. Like there's very <laughs> low competition for that. Um, so just put something out there yeah. um, that's helpful and you'll be miles ahead of everyone else. Um, especially video. People love video content and audio content these days. Like just record yourself based camera based iPhone I mean we all do selfies like it's not that different um, right. just turn on that video and talk about one of these issues for five to ten minutes you're gonna be surprised about the nuggets that just start flowing once you start talking because you live and breathe real estate um, and, and it's once you're the only person that puts that video online like right. there's no competition like when you sit down at the listing appointment and you're the only real estate agent who has something about that on your site there's no competition like when you google yourself and you come up at, at that listing appointment like that you just you, you can sell that homeowner on something that's real that's helpful in that other like they're like oh yeah when i'm thinking of something i'm googling those too and wow my agent who i might list here did was proactive and did all this work already and you know like wow i feel confident in them and it's yeah. it really helps separate yourself well, that's it for episode 27 of the In The Lead podcast. Go ahead and subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content like this, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com.